Hey everybody, hope you're doing okay in quarantine, self-isolation, whatever might be going on for you in whatever your situation. I'm back in DC. My boyfriend drove me home last night, um, so I didn't have to take the bus or the train, which is super nice of him. And he's gone back to New York, and so it's just me for, you know, we're not in like lockdown or quarantine in America, obviously, or in Washington, DC. Yet, um, but I'm, you know, following best practices in terms of self-isolation. I will be going outside to get hikes or go on runs. Um, if I need to go to the grocery store or pharmacy or anything like that, I'll go there. Otherwise, I'm not going anywhere. Um, and this is my time to shine. I've been preparing for this my whole life as a slightly misanthropic, though you might not know it, total introvert empath who needs to stay away from people. I've been in training for this moment for 40 years. So um, not to make light of it for others for whom it's pretty hard, but this doesn't feel too, too different from a regular few days for me. Um, it definitely might change going forward. You know, I might end up going a little stir crazy and um, have some cabin fever and some more anxiety. Right now it kind of just feels like, okay, I can handle this. Um, and I know that's not the case for everybody, right? Like you might be feeling really anxious, you might be feeling really bored, you might be feeling really lonely and isolated. And um, I've been there, I've been there. And I wanted to like figure out what's something fun for me to do to occupy my time because when I don't fill my time with fun stuff, I end up just working all the time and I don't want to do that, right? Like I wanna make sure I'm taking care of myself and having fun. Um, and what might be like fun for other people to watch. And so this is something you might know about me. Well, frankly, you probably know this about me if you've ever read The Sunday Soother or listened to my podcast or followed me on the internet at any point, is I'm kind of obsessed with self-improvement. And that goes in all areas, like all, you know, self-development, self-growth, like personal development, self-help, yep, total junkie. Read all the books, do all the work, all the healing modalities, like something I'm super, super obsessed with. Um, but it also comes for other stuff. Like I am really interested in products that will like make your body feel better and be more effective or skincare that like really works that you can try out and like has a noticeable effect. Um, or supplements or like, you know, meditations, like anything, anything that's like gonna give you a vague promise of self-improvement. Like I've signed up for it. I, I mean, I own all the gadgets. Like, I'm gonna have to dedicate a room in my home to them eventually because I'll I'll buy a lot of stuff to try it out to see how it works in terms of making me feel good or being useful for an experience that I want to have in life. So I thought I could turn that into a short video series this week called "Weird Shit That Works." <laughs> <laughs> self-care edition. So I'm going to be talking um, in short ways about things that are useful to me that I use in my day-to-day -day life um, that you might sort of be interested in too. I guess this is sort of like semi-influencer culture, which is fine by me. I don't mind influencing people, um, especially when the stuff I truly think is really, really good. So I wanted to start, I'll be doing a lot of different things, right? Like I'm going to be talking today about um, evening skincare, end of day skincare. Then I'm gonna do morning skincare. I'm gonna do makeup. I'm gonna do weird shit I do 
to um, supplement like my skincare. Like I have like some supplements and other practices and other tools and things that I use that are really interesting. I'm going to be talking about the weird things I do that work for better sleep. Um, the weird things I do for like my aching, aging body and a few other things. So stay tuned. It's going to be like a fun little series. Um, yeah, and maybe it'll entertain you and maybe you might even find something that you want to try out of it. But believe it or not, like even though I don't talk about um, skincare a ton, I've gotten a few requests from some of these other people to talk about skincare because what better way is there like that sort of like a self-improvement, self-care thing than skincare. And um, I have spent a lot of time since the 2016 election becoming an expert in my skincare. Now, I can't say all this applies broadly to everybody, but I know what works for me at this point. And like, I look pretty good, you know, like this is not, you're not seeing me like HD close up. It wouldn't be like that amazing. Um, and if you saw me in person, you wouldn't be like, oh my God, her skin is amazing. But like, I'm 40, I'm doing pretty good. Some stuff is working for me. And most importantly, I figured out a routine that has worked for me. And it was kind of the opposite of what a lot of skincare culture out there will tell you. So if you're looking to learn more about skincare, we need to start here. We need to start with what is your skin like and what do you know about your face and your skin? So I will talk about mine. This is what I know about my face and my skin. I have dehydrated, sensitive, slightly acne prone skin that is kind of drooping. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice in some places? Okay. So, um, and I also have really oily eyelids. Okay. So that's actually going to play into skincare and like evening skincare in a second. So I know those things about me. Um, now what this means is that I, God, guys, my, my acne journey, I had bad acne, like preteen going on to forever. Um, I've been on all the things, retin, retin-A, different, like, um, you know, Noxzema, Clean and Clear, like all of the really harsh drying, like, you know, swabs of Neutrogena, like, uh, benzoyl peroxide or whatever, like all over my zits. Um, and like a lot of it really never worked. Right. And it took me until well into my thirties to realize that that was way too harsh for my skin. Everything I was doing was like blasting my skin surface off and it would get really reactive and I would break out more. Um, and so the biggest thing I've discovered for my skincare in my thirties, um, is that we are all washing our faces way too much. Like we don't need to be washing our faces with our faces with foaming face wash. Um, I don't think, right? Like, and I guess I can only speak for me. But what I think is really important that you do is you judge your skin. Like, does it feel tight after you wash it? Like, is there really a reason to wash it? Like, I wear moisturizer and sunscreen and makeup most every day. Um, but I don't wear a ton of makeup, right? Like not like big fancy makeup, like a little bit of foundation and cover up or whatever. Um, and so I don't, and like most days I'm not like really sweaty or out in like super sweaty or dirty situations. So I don't need to be washing my face that much. So I think the first thing I learned that made my skin start to look a lot better was like drastically reducing the amount I washed my face. So what do I do to clean my face? Okay. So I first remove my eye makeup um, with this eye makeup remover. It's This is like a dupe or like, not even a dupe, just like bargain bin copy of the Neutrogena 
um, oil-free eye makeup remover. This stuff is the heavy-duty stuff. Now, the reason I talked about is I have, I like, hooded, oily um, eyelids. It's important is because that means I have to wear, like, incredibly waterproof stuff. Like, when I do the makeup one, I, like, I use an eyeshadow primer. I use, like, a waterproof gel liner. I use, like, an incredibly tough waterproof mascara so it's just not like smearing all over my face so that means i have to use pretty heavy duty eye makeup remover like this stuff is um it's like effective and strong and it breaks down the mascara i wear so i just put it on a tab and just like break it off okay so that's the first thing i do is i remove my eye makeup the second thing i do is i use simple simple micellar cleansing water okay and i again use this on a tab so you can um, just wipe, 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 wipe it off. Sometimes I need one or two of these depending on the amount of makeup I've had. Um, and you can get, if you don't want to be using disposables like the horrible person that I am, you can be, uh, there are like cotton ones that you can get on Amazon that are non-disposable that you can wash. So I just cleanse, 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 cleanse. And I check like, oh, is there residue? Like more, like I'll do more, 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 more. So my cellar water was like a big game changer for me. I was like, there's no way like this shit is going to clean my face. But it gets it really clean and it feels soft afterwards instead of sort of the, like, that harsh, tight, dry, flaky feeling. It just sort of feels nourished. So my preference is simple. I think they have really good stuff for sensitive skin, um, but probably you'd be fine with whatever. So I make a remover, simple. And then my last step in the evening is I use a witch hazel toner. This is like your drugstore thing, Dickinson's. You can get this anywhere. I also really like... Um, a Thayer's has like a rose petal toner that I think is really nice. And I don't really know what this does. I'm not going to lie. I think it's just like kind of an extra step of cleansing and refreshing. And it feels good. It helps me if I miss anything with the simple micellar water, I'll like get it with this. And it makes my skin feel like a little more hydrated. Okay. So that's the cleansing. So I'm going to talk really like the most basic skincare step after cleansing. And you could like stop there. And some nights I do. But I'm going to give you the good stuff at the end, like some other stuff that I do. So stay tuned. But really, after you cleanse, all I think all you have to do is moisturize, <laughs> you know? No, it really depends again on your skincare. But my two favorite moisturizers are the Neutrogena Hydro Boost Moisturizer with Hyaluronic Acid. This stuff is really good. It's like, it doesn't look like that much, but it's a fair amount. It is like $24, $25. So for a drugstore moisturizer, it's kind of pricey. Sometimes I'll use this. I do use this every morning, and the morning skincare one, we'll get into that. And I really like oils, um, especially in the fall and winter when stuff is dry. I really like, this is sea buckthorn, ooh, I don't know how to be an influencer, this is hard. Sea buckthorn seed oil, or rosehip oil. You can get these things on Amazon for like $12. Just put a few drops on my finger, and I'll pat, 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 pat into my face. That's it. Cleanse, moisturize. Don't cleanse with foaming or harsh cleansers and moisturize. That's all I do most nights, right? Eye makeup, micellar water, moisturize. Okay. That said, there are nights when you want to do more, right? And there are nights when there are situations where you might need to do more cleansers. So I'm going to talk about like my, like, that was like cleansing and moisturizing 101. I'm going to talk about like cleansing 201 moisturizing 201 and then after that I'm going to go into um, an additional layer you can put in between cleansing and moisturizing something I kind of refer to generally as actives right stuff that shit that does stuff to your skin like has a purpose right like cleansing is to get rid of the dirt moisturizers to moisturizing the actives like have a specific purpose 
to do something to your skin. And it's they can be like a little, they're like more effective or a little more harsh. So, um, so sometimes if I'm really like, if I've worked out a lot, a lot, a lot, and I'm really sweaty, or if I'm wearing a lot, a lot, a lot of makeup, I will still do the eye makeup remover, the micellar water. And then sometimes I will use the Tatcha cleansing oil. Cleansing oils were a game changer for me. I was like, there's no way I can clean my gross face with oil. This stuff works beautifully. Like, and you put it on a dry face. So after the micellar water, I'll put this on and I'll rub it in and it just like melts off everything. And then I'll take like a warm washcloth and scrub that off. I'm so good that I even brought out a washcloth to show you what I was going to do, right? And then you just feel like it just feels so hydrated, but so clean after using the Tatcha. The Tatcha is expensive, I have to say, but like this last, this will last me like nine months. So because I use it sparingly. And then there are the times when you're like, I'm kind of breaking out a lot. Like I was really sweaty. I got something really dirty happened. I didn't, I don't know. Like I'm wearing a lot of stuff and I want that extra, extra layer of cleanse. So sometimes after the micellar water, um, I would not use the cleansing and this, but I would do micellar water and uh, I would use a foaming face wash once in a while. This is a Vino Clear Complexion. I like it because it's got salicylic acid. So when I'm breaking out a lot and I need a little bit of an extra cleanser, I will use this foaming cleanser. I use both. I use this maybe once a week and this maybe once a week. Mostly I'm just doing the micellar water. But um, sometimes it's good to have a little bit of an extra cleanse. And so the Aveeno I will use with this like Foreo uh, silicon face scrubber. So this like turns on and vibrates and it's silicon. So it's not like a gross brush head or anything. And you just, I use the foaming um, face wash with it to get it really, 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 really clean. Okay. So that's like cleansing 201. Like if you really need extra cleansing besides micellar water on those occasions when you're sweaty or you're dirty or you've worked out a lot or you've worn a ton of makeup um, or you're breaking out and you want a little extra double cleanse, those are what I use. Um, sometimes other than the Neutrogena and, this, and the Seabuckthorn oil, I want a little extra moisture. Like it gets pretty dry in DC in the winter. And so I will do one of a few things. Um, I'll use Walita their skincare, this skin food, the basic, and this is like a renewing night cream. These are heavier moisturizers that I'll put on over um, or instead of the face oil, depending. I, I should say, actually, I, I usually end the night with the face oil, like I'll pat that in over everything. And every once in a while, I'll use this Neutrogena Hydra Boost um, gel mask, which I think is really, it's, it's, it's like single serving, but you get like three things out of here. That just like you layer it on and let it, it's really sticky and feels kind of gross. But if you can like let it sit on for like an hour before you go to bed, it's really good. Okay. And I should say, I do still break out every once in a while. So sometimes um, before cleansing, I'm sorry, after cleansing, before moisturizing, I'll use spot treatment, clean and clear advantage, acne spot treatment. This stuff is really good. Like I have a couple of zits right now over here that I've put this on. I don't know what's in it, probably this is like gasoline or something, <laughs> but whatever it is, it'll shrink that zit. And I don't have any on hand, but some of those little um, like acne sticker patches really, 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 really work too. Um, I think it's Corsix, SX. It's a Asian brand, has really good zit stickers, so those totally work. 
Okay, so we've gone over like basic cleansing and moisturizing. We've gone over like extra cleansing and extra moisturizing. And now I'm going to talk about the actives or like the in-betweens that you could do. Um, again, I do not do these too often because my skin is so sensitive and dehydrated. It just doesn't need a lot of stuff going on because it would be too harsh for my skin. And I find that my skin does a lot better when I'm like really, really, really gentle with it. I said, everyone's really want to like just fucking sandpaper your face off. Right? So one thing you can do is exfoliation. You would do this after cleansing. I two exfoliators and exfoliators is like a manual this is like a physical exfoliation like a scrub because there are chemical exfoliants and we'll talk about that in a second physical exfoliation is like grainy scrubs like the saint ives which kind of gets a bad rep but i think it's actually a really good exfoliator saint ives um apricot scrub i think kate somerville exfoliate is really good although this is quite expensive i don't remember how much this is and i'm almost out so and you can get this at Whole Foods, the Acure Brightening Facial Scrub. This has sea kelp and French green clay. Great. And some other stuff in it that's like really um, the scrub. I don't know what the scrubby parts in is it, but like it, both of those exfoliate for me, um, our physical exfoliants that don't irritate my face. I'll probably use those about once a week. Okay, so that's exfoliation. And then you have what is like the actives, like the chemical exfoliants. Now, these are the things that are some sort of, I mean, I have to, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but there's some sort of acids. So they're like dissolving some sort of layer in your skin, <laughs> I think. Um, and so they are, yeah, I think there are generally sorts of acids. And I'll tell you about a few of my favorite acids. Okay. Glycolic and lactic acid face mask by Ren. I would use this like every two weeks maybe because it's really powerful. This is like a, a gooey orange mask that you put on and you leave it on for like five minutes and then you use the washcloth and you wipe it off with warm water and your skin is like so soft. Don't use it all the time. Most of these actives I don't use. I use them like every week, every other week maybe again because like much like you know, all other parts of Western capitalism, the skincare companies wants us to think our skin is super fucking broken and we have to like throw 1 million things at it. And you don't like, you need to, it, simpler is better. Generally, your skin is not broken. And if you do too much to it, it's really going to mess up. It's going to ruin your um, moisture barrier, which is going to cause like a ton of like patchiness and redness and irritation and that dry feeling. You don't want that. Okay. So I just like, I like these actives, but just don't use them that often. Okay. So you have the glycolic lactic acid mask by Ren. Use that once every two weeks. Sunday Riley Good Jeans. This is lactic acid. Okay. I use this at night after cleansing. All of these actives, if I'm using them, I'm using them at night after cleansing because you don't want to use them in the morning because then your skin is going to be too sensitive to sun. All right. So Powerful actives go at night after cleansing before moisturizing. This is like the in-between. This is like the, the meat in your skincare sandwich is the actives, all right? Cleansing step one, most nights just moisturize. Every once in a while, put that meat in the sandwich and it's the actives, okay? This is good genes. This is lactic acid. I don't know what these acids, it's like, you could call this boric acid. I have no idea what the acids mean, but they're like, that's lactic acid. The ren is glycolic acid. And then the ordinary has this is a mandelic acid. Okay. 
and this is like a really watery thing um and you just like pat 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 pat, pat that all over your face and then you you can um the, the lactic acid you keep on it just rubs into your face the mandelic acid you can keep on and cover with moisturizer or you can rinse it off before you moisturize and the last thing I like as an active is these, oops-a-daisies, these are Alpha Beta pads. Um, they're peels by De Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare. Um, and these are alpha hydroxy acid, okay? So again, some sort of acid, unclear the difference between any of the acids. As far as I can tell, they're just burning off part of your skin, which can be great. And you definitely want that once in a while, you know, not for me, not more than once every week or once every two weeks. Okay. So really play around with it. Okay. Cause it's going to be different. Your skin might be able to handle more actives. My skin cannot. Right. I actually had a time in my skincare when I was getting really into it. And I think a lot of us had this where we, um, used, we thought more actives better. So I'm going to put I'm going to exfoliate, I'm going to cleanse and I'm going to exfoliate and I'm going to put an active on and then I'm going to put another active on and then I'm going to use vitamin C in the morning and then I'm going to use a retinol at night. And if you're anything like me, your skin just freaked out and got really tight and you damaged your moisture barrier um, and your, your mantle, like whatever, it's like some sort of protective layer on your skin. And it just ended up like being really painful and tight and scratchy and itchy and red and flaky. You don't want that. Okay. You want gentle is better. So those are my general evening skincare tips, okay? Powerful eye makeup remover because I have really, my eye makeup is like, you couldn't blast this off with gasoline if you wanted, right? So I need like a really strong eye makeup remover. Then a gentle makeup remover, micellar water, especially on days when I'm not wearing much makeup, haven't done much like exercise or anything. And a moisturizer, hyaluronic uh, acid moisturizer, uh, rosehip oil is a great moisturizer, Buck's, uh, whatever this hell this thing is, see buckthorn seed oil, great moisturizers, boop, 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 done. You can do extra cleansing, right? You can use, uh, an oil cleanser. You can use a foaming cleanser. For me, I can only use those every once in a while when I really need to like really cleanse or if I'm having some breakups and I want some extra cleansing. Um, you could do some extra moisturizer on um, you know, depending on the weather, right? And depending on where you live, if you live in a really humid area of the world, you're not going to need as much moisture. If you live in a really dry, really cold area, you're going to need a lot more moisture. And then in between cleansing and moisture, you know, one, two times a week, use an active, right? Um, and play around with those actives, but do not use them too frequently because they can really burn the crap out of your face. So that's my weird shit that works. Evening skincare uh, routine. <laughs> I don't know. This is like, how do people do makeup videos? This is very strange. Um, I'm going to do morning skincare tomorrow and then I will do makeup and we'll go from there. If there's anything you'd like to see me discuss, or if you have any questions about skincare or makeup or whatever, I regretfully can tell you I know a lot and I have spent a lot of money on it and I would be happy to answer your questions. So let me know if you have any. Otherwise, I'll talk to you soon. Hope you guys are all doing okay. Bye-bye.